So today we are not looking at a letter from exactly 50 years ago. And that is because in addition to our regularly scheduled program, which is that we, uh, if somebody, somebody has something going on in the background, if you'd mute yourselves. <clears throat> I don't know what it means. I'll find out it's me once you mute yourselves. In addition to our regularly scheduled program where we talk about letters that happened exactly 50 years ago, we also take requests. If somebody is interested in finding something out, we'll try to find it in the Igris. So Sroli had asked last time when we talked about going to Eretz Yisrael, asked, can we look into leaving Eretz Yisrael? And I ignored him for like two months. But here we are finally with <laughs> a series of letters on when people are allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. I want to start with this letter that's on the screen right now. It's from uh, volume Yud Chesav Igros, it was Sivan of Tavshin Yud Tes, and it's a good outline of the Rebbe's sheet on this, and then we'll dive into some of the details. We have this letter, Shalom Lebracha, the Rebbe writes, It's been a long delay since we've spoken. I finally received your letter from Wednesday. The letter had been about whether I'm able to leave, travel away from Israel, for a couple months. So they wanted to take a few month vacation away. The Rebbe writes, Really not sure. You really need to look into that. Really unclear. There was, first of all, even if you have the money for the trip, so the Rebbe's not sure this guy can afford it. Even if you do have the money for the trip, maybe it'd be better spent giving tzedakah with that money. I mean, this is a this is an expense. You want to go on a vacation? Maybe instead of going on vacations, you should be giving charity. It's not for a vacation where I can't see the clear reason for it. So this seems to be a elective trip outside of Israel. He's not going for a mitzvah or something. He's just somebody in Israel who wants to travel. And the Rebbe goes, if you're interested in traveling, maybe give tzedakah instead. I would start and gobble if you even can do that. But then the Rebbe goes, in addition to that, once somebody has lived in Eretz Yisrael for 30 days, they are considered somewhat of a resident there, maybe yet entirely a resident there. The Rebbe says, the shaklavitari, he doesn't paskin. He says, it's a back and forth, whether once you've been there 30 days, you're ever allowed to leave. Why even get involved in the Shaklavatariya? Even if we finally do come to a conclusion regarding whether you're allowed to leave, even if we end up with a psak, and a lot of people do it, and people leave all the time, and what's the big deal? But Emma says this doesn't mean that there's not still serious doubt and serious back and forth on the matter. You're still, you're still dealing with something that isn't completely clear cut in Allah or clear cut in Minad. Then he then adds that uh, from the letter itself, it looks like that his wife is still undergoing some treatments. So he said, I have even more doubt whether you should be traveling right now. And that ever sort of uh, sort of leaves it on that. Uh, there's a last line there that I'm interested in that I wanted to mention, even though it's not Shaykh to our Whatever says, I've already mentioned you before, you need that you should learn chassidus at special specific times. I see, I see Mendy Glick staring at me. That we need to have kviyas itim for chassidus. And then he says, as the Alter Rebbe says, that this is a segula for people who want to have children. <clears throat> so we mentioned before a whole list of segulas for people who wanted to have children. We talked about that in one of the prior shiurim. This is one that I had not, uh, that I don't believe we mentioned that I hadn't seen before. Is that kviyas itim for chassidus specifically seems to be a segula for children. But on to our topic, the Rebbe says that it's, it's in serious doubt whether somebody who has been in Eretz Yisrael for thirty days is ever again allowed to leave. We also have this from Ksav Yad. If you go over to the supplemental page, turning to the supplemental and making it a little bigger, so we don't have to strain our delicate eyes. <clears throat> There's a Ksav Yad uh, from the Rebbe that was printed in Kfar Chabad, volume eight sixty seven, that he wrote to some people who were traveling to Eretz Yisrael. I believe it was written to yeshiva students. He writes to him, Lightly, Hashem Shleishim Yom Try not to be in Eretz Yisrael 
for 30 days without interruption. Now that's difficult if you're learning in yeshiva. You go for a year, you don't, uh, you don't duck into, I don't know, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia every now and then. But the Rebbe has a suggestion. Maybe you should take occasional monthly trips to Eilat. No one's going to argue about that. Because Eilat is not technically in Eretz Yisrael. The problem seems to come when a person has been in Eretz Yisrael for 30 days. Uh, I want to give a little halachic background before we continue with the things that Rebbe said. Uh, what exactly the Rebbe is basing this idea on that maybe you can't leave Eretz Yisrael once you've been there for 30 days. Maybe there aren't exceptions. Uh, we're actually coming right up to it in those who are learning Shalash Prakim of Rambam. They're going to be there in two days. So this is a preparation for where you're going in Rambam. In Rambam, chapter 5, Halakha 9, he says, <laughs> Now that's a funky Lushan. Excuse me. It's a funky Lushan. So Rambam says, Some people read that to mean that a person is allowed to leave temporarily. They just can't leave permanently. Reading as meaning you can't leave forever. Another way to read that is, and it seems as the more common way to read it, is that it doesn't mean forever. It means you're never allowed to do it. You're never allowed to do it even for a short period of time. This difference in Rabbam is going to show up in Achrenim and in Shailas and Shuvas regarding whether a person can leave. The Rabbam, the, I'm sorry, the Rabbam has a few exceptions. You can certainly do it if you want to learn Torah. That's one of the Rabbam's Hatterim. So if you want to travel outside of Eretz Yisrael to go to Yeshiva, totally allowed. Or to get married. Or to save yourself from non-Jews who are trying to kill you. And then afterwards, he says, afterwards, you've got to come back. You're not allowed to leave permanently to learn or to marry or to flee or to flee enemies. Uh, you go until the problem or until the problem that you have is solved, and then you have to come back. He also says you can leave for business purposes. He goes on and explains that it is forbidden to leave Eretz Yisrael permanently, which is why people read that Le'ilam as meaning permanently. It's forbidden to leave Eretz Yisrael permanently unless there is a significant famine there, unless the economy is really going poorly. He gives many examples of exactly what would have to be going wrong economically for you to leave, and we're not going to discuss that right now. Then the Rambam adds, and I think this is the most important thing for understanding our Rebbeshit, is this last line here. Rambam says, Even though it's mutter to leave, it is not a midas chassidus to leave. Those are the those are the sons of Naomi. Um, they were um, they were the Adar. They left because of Tzara Gedele. They had good reasons for leaving Eretz Yisrael. They had every hetter in the book. The Rabbanim told them where you're allowed to leave. Nonetheless, when they left Eretz Yisrael, they were destroyed completely. They died, and their wives. I mean, Rus ends up converting, but other than that, their entire families get wiped out for leaving. So Rambam ends by saying, even if you find a hetter to leave Eretz Yisrael, it's probably not a good idea. Um, because we see from the Nevi'im that there were some pretty serious consequences. In the Rishenim, there are a few reasons given for why we shouldn't leave Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban in Bamidbar says that it is a, it's an Isidar Isa. He goes, there is a Mitzvah Saseh of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, and you violate that Mitzvah Saseh of Yishuv Eretz by leaving Eretz Yisrael. So the Ramban seems to hold that it is a Mitzvah Isa. Nobody else seems to agree with him. It seems like everybody else thinks it's a Dira Bonan or some kind of a Midas Chassidus. The Rashbam in um, Bava Basra and Tzadik Aleph says that it removes it removes you from mitzvahs tluyas baritz. That's just not a nice thing to do. You were shy to a whole bunch of mitzvahs before trumas and mitzvahs. Now you can't do them, so you're running away from mitzvahs. Lelach Mishnah says you're leaving something holy, which is just you know bad mitzvahs. Don't leave holiness. But Amesha in a tshuva in Yeradeo one one volume one tshuva one twenty, he concludes there that it's derabanim. So we generally don't decide don't understand it as being daraisa. There are a few heterim on the books, and then we're going to go back to the Rebbe's letters. Um, the couple heterim that we have are, of course, the Rambam list. You can go to learn. You can go to marry. You can go to flee people who are trying to kill you. You can go for business. You can go if you're very poor. If there's a real poverty issue, but you need to come back. And he says not to do this. 
There is a heter on the books for kibbutz avaim that if people are going to want to go honor their parents by visiting their parents outside of Eretz Yisrael, that's a heter that's all over the place and it doesn't seem to have any rules associated with it. So that's one of the most clear cut heterim is to visit your parents. Mendy, you're safe. You can come back. Um, visiting Kivrei Tzadikim is actually a heter that is well established. Visiting Kivrei Tzadikim, this does not just include going to the oil. This is a heter that's used to allow them to go to uh, to Uman um, and to allow them to go to any of the Kivrei Tzadikim that are outside of Eretz Yisrael seeking medical care is considered within the Rambam's running away to save your life. So you're allowed to go to seek medical care. The Magan of Ram says you can even go to visit friends. But uh, a lot of other people don't want to take that heter to that extreme that the Magan of Ram takes it. Uh, Rav Avad Yosef in Yechavad Das 557 says that you can leave to take a job teaching Torah, not just to learn Torah. And uh, it seems that according to some Achrenim, you can even leave for vacations as long as those vacations serve a constructive purpose. There's a Shevet Alevi. 5173, who says that the main Isser is in leaving Eretz Yisrael permanently and that there is sort of an Isser in leaving for vacations, but uh, but only if there's no reason for your vacation. If you can find some worthwhile cause, you can even justify a vacation leaving Eretz Yisrael. So looking at the Rebbe's letters and the Rebbe's sechas that we're going to look at now, we'll see that the Rebbe is reflecting a lot of these shitas and bottom line telling us the you have to ask a row. That's probably the biggest takeaway from the whole thing is that the Rebbe almost never, in a couple cases, the Rebbe gives a blanket heter to leave, but usually the Rebbe says you need to get an actual heter before you leave Eretz Yisrael, a formal heter. So I have a few examples here of the Rebbe telling people to ask it off. This is from a letter from, that's in Igaris, that's in uh, Igris Lamed Aleph. By the way, you'll find a ton of these in Shulchan Menachem. Shulchan Menachem has a whole entry on uh, the Rebbe's shittas on leaving Eretz Yisrael. So the ones that are printed in this sort of text, they're taken right from there. So the Rebbe writes, you do a daiti b'klal. Everybody knows my general opinion on this matter. I'll pia rambam. I hold it like the rambam. That it's not kedai to leave Eretz HaKedosh. I don't think he's talking about the first part of the Rambam. I think he's talking about the second part. That the Rebbe is saying that his, that his everybody knows his opinion is like Rambam. That even if we can find you a heter to leave, it's a really bad idea to be this chassidus to stay. But if you think, the Rebbe says, that you have a particular reason that would justify your leaving Eretz Yisrael, I want you to ask a Rav. There's another letter down here where someone gets a job offer. The person, they have a job offer. They have a steady job right now. But they uh, they want to accept a position as a sheikh in Melbourne. They want to leave for Australia. So the He once again wants a psak din from Rav the Rebbe adds, because this is going to be a permanent position, some people have read this letter to mean that had it been a temporary position leaving Eretz Yisrael, the Rebbe would have allowed it without a heter, but uh, that is not necessarily the case given the other things that the Rebbe says on the topic, so I don't think that's binding. Um, one more over here on this topic, this is somebody who wants to visit, I believe, some, a woman who wants to visit her relatives living outside of Eretz Yisrael. These are not her parents, these are other relatives. He goes, of course, your husband needs to agree, and in addition to that, Babadi Tikshah, he doesn't tell her to ask her of. He says, make sure you're doing a mitzvah as well. That sounds a lot like the Shevet Alevi, the Shevet Alevi who had told us that uh, that even though the Magan of Ram allows you to visit friends, that's only uh, that should only be if it's attached to a Davar Mitzvah. So the Rebbe seems to not say that you need a rub for this one. You just need, if you want to visit friends, you can rely on the Magan of Ram plus a mitzvah. If you have to find some mitzvah you're going to be doing along the way, otherwise the Magan of Ram, the Rebbe doesn't seem to want to rely on all by himself. Um, the Rebbe was very vocal about people not coming to him for Tishrei unless they got a heter from a Rav. There are two good sikhahs here that, uh, that bring this to light. Um, I don't think we really need to read the first one. You can read that on your own time in the, uh, in the supplemental. Take a look at the second one because it's got really cool l'shenis around it. This is a sikha from Tavshin Mem Zion. Um, and the Rebbe writes, There's another condition for anybody who wants to visit 770 over Tishrei if they're coming from Eretz Yisrael. First of all, 
They need a heter to come. Now, here's the detail that's different. That is, the Rav must be a Rav who lives in Eretz Israel. You can't ask some American Rav to give you the heter. And furthermore, it's got to be someone who really cares about Eretz Israel, someone who understands and feels the dearness of Eretz Israel. Someone who cares about Eretz Israel. So you can't go to some Rav who doesn't like Israel anyway and ask him, can I leave? You got to find yourself a, uh, a Rav who's excited about the place. Let's say it's Eretz should get a heter from him, and otherwise, the Rav doesn't allow them to go. Uh, and the Rebbe then says, he says this in most of the sechas on this, Kamor, mine is a nitin lite kama kama shanim, mele and tarek lots of the shehel. The Rebbe goes, you don't have to keep asking me. I give this answer every single time. No one has a heter to come unless they have a... Whoever that is, yeah. No, no one has a heter to come unless they... um. Unless they get a heter first. Uh, this is a really interesting letter. I never would have guessed this in a million years. Someone writes to the Rebbe, they're living in Yerushalayim. They're not living in Iratika. They're living in like the outskirts of Yerushalayim or in whatever is modern Yerushalayim. You know, the city limits are not what biblical Yerushalayim was at all. And somebody asked the Rebbe about leaving to move to somewhere else in Eretz Yisrael. I might have thought that if it was from Iratika to somewhere else, there could be a problem. But look at this. The Rebbe says, what you're talking about moving from Yerushalayim. That goes, even though, according to rumor, the present day Yerushalayim is outside the city limits of Yerushalayim that exist in the time of Shas, that ever wants a psaked in on this. So that ever goes, only look into moving after you've received a clear psaked in from a rav. You're allowed to leave modern Yerushalayim. The Rebbe is not sure. He thinks it might have the same dinim as ancient Yerushalayim, which a person was not necessarily allowed to leave. As I mentioned a little bit or hinted to earlier when we were talking about Kibbutz Sadikim, the Rebbe does appear to have a blanket heter when it comes to visiting the oil. This is somebody writing to the Rebbe about their interest in leaving Eretz Yisrael to visit the oil. So, the Rebbe goes, I only allow it. It can only be allowed in unique circumstances, but among them, one of those unique circumstances in which you're definitely allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael is in order to, uh, in order to, Go visit Kivrei Tzadikim. The Rebbe says to take a look in the Stei Chemed. The Rebbe says to look in the Stei Chemed. Uh, and another poskin like that. Because certainly you can go to visit the Tzadik, the Nasi Adur, who the Nasi, excuse me, Shai Akarei Ve'lav, who you were close to. Certainly somebody, since he's your Rebbe, you learn his Torah and you... um. You learn his Torah and you uh, and you act according to his lessons and his teachings. Or at the very least, you accept upon yourself to do this from now on. I think somebody is unmuted. I'm hearing uh, something, but I haven't found it yet. Here, I muted everybody just to be safe. There we go. Much easier. <laughs> You can all come back in a minute. Right, so it seems like there's a hatchet for visiting Kivrei Tzadikim as well, and the Rebbe doesn't attach any rules to that. He doesn't say you need to ask Rav Meira Haira. But he does add that this is if you are planning on following the Torah and the customs of that Tzadik. So I assume that there are a bunch of people very interested in leaving Eretz Yisrael to go to places like Uman who don't necessarily want to embody the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. They might have a problem. Uh, so to summarize everything that we talked about, and then, of course, we'll open the floor, as has been our tradition. The, the Rambam forbids leaving Eretz Yisrael. There are many Akhrenim who say the prohibition is just a Rabbanan. And in addition to Rambam's Heterim, there are several other Heterim that are available on the books. Um, and we listed a bunch of them. At the same time, it seems clear that there, and if you're going to leave, there needs to be some sort of pressing need or some sort of Dvar Mitzvah. So we learned that the Rebbe holds like Rambam, that it's not Kedai to leave. I said, I don't think that the Rebbe is holding like the first half of Rambam. I think he's holding like the second half specifically. But the Rambam says, even if I find you a Hetcher, you really shouldn't leave. The Rebbe seems to feel this applies to anyone who has been there for more than 30 days. So even a traveler who stays in Eretz Yisrael for 30 days without leaving is going to have to ask a Shaila if they want to go back home. The Rebbe says you need to ask a Rav if 
you think you have a reason that might be subject to a heter, if you have a job offer outside of Eretz Yisrael, if you want to come to 770 for Tishrei, and he repeated this policy multiple times, that Rav must be a Rav who cherishes Eretz Yisrael. And even if you want to leave modern Yerushalayim, to visit parents, there appears to be a blanket heter of Kibbutz Avaim. For other relatives and friends of the Magen Avram, but that Abba still wants it tied to a mitzvah, to visit the oil. There also seems to be a blanket heter, but it might require you to follow that Rebbe's teachings. Um, and it might not be a, a blanket heter just for al kivrei tzaddik. It might be one that might have to be one that you're associated with. Uh, when it comes to learning Torah in Eretz Yisrael, there also appears to be a blanket heter. Obviously, quotes has been going on for a long time with the students from Eretz Yisrael coming to learn in 770. I didn't bring the sikh on the page, but I did find a sikh while I was doing the research along the way, where the Rebbe says they're not allowed to stop learning for even a minute while they're in America because their heter to be here is dependent on the fact that they are learning Torah. So that seems to be a clear heter as long as they're learning. If someone does come to America to learn Torah and then wants to, I don't know, visit New York City before they go home, it sounds like they might have to ask a shayla. They're here specifically to learn, and otherwise they don't have a heter to not be here. Okay, that's everything I've got. My my only comment is that on the uh, first original letter, I think the opening yeah. line was um, it, actually the, on the original letter. What it says is this seems like to somebody who lives in America and who wants to go to Israel for a few months, and that's where the question is. It's not somebody who lives in Israel who wants to leave Israel and come to America. It's First wants to go to Eretz Hakodesh and be there for a few yeah. months. We should have a response to that. There's that is that is an issue with once you're there for a few months of you being able to return. You are exactly right. There's a lamed there that I should have noted. The good news is that it doesn't change the meaning of the letter, at least because no, no, it doesn't change the meaning. Just wanted to point out yeah, that it's somebody who no, wants to go a, there for a few months. That is a that is a good point. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, often going to Israel to learn. Uh, right. What? They, they can go to Elat. They can go to Elat? Yeah, the Rebbe says they can go to Elat to visit. Uh, if somebody goes to, goes to Israel and they're there for a long time, they don't want to be, violate the 30-day rule, they can hop to Elat for a little bit because it's technically not a Sakoidish. I learned it at Israel and so did Zami. I never heard of it. I, I, I think I think Mandy did too. I never heard of anybody doing this. I, I never oh, heard right. of anybody leaving the borders of Israel for 30 days to not, to not worry about this, but I I didn't find anything saying that they wouldn't have to worry about it. I, I don't know. It's a half deal maybe to New Zealand from Australia because I had a six-month six month visa at a time. I had to keep going to, to New Zealand. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I, I didn't find anything really... Uh, yeah. Do we know practically how Rabbanei Yisrael, Chabad Rabbanei Yisrael have paskened in cases that people just wanted to live leave for business opportunities or whatever? Or I guess... I mean, it seems like enough ways to get a heter around it, uh, whether it's for for uh, uh, medical treatments, permanent job, whatever. Yeah, something we've seen in a lot of these letters is that uh, in, in a lot of our previous letters, the Rebbe says that it's an Indian shakulatari needs it It doesn't really usually mean that we're not going to get a heter. It usually is the Rebbe's way of saying this is a real issue, and I don't want you to treat it uh, chalantly. Right, is chalantly a word you're allowed to say. Which then, in this case, we go back to this letter, and the Rebbe is saying basically that, yeah, okay, you can find a heter, but why do you want to be in this parsha of looking for a heter? Why do you want to be in a suffix, shock of a tire type of situation? You know, don't do it, basically, is what the Rebbe is saying. Like, yes, you can find a way out, but why even get right. into the whole back and forth of it? Which sounds a lot like, again, the Rebbe Shita and Rambam, right? That is that that, that we can find you a heter, but it's uh, it's not a mitzvah to go. And uh, Machlin Kilian went with a full heter, and look what happened to them. Right. Interesting.